Welcome, my name is Kahe Hunjaki and you're listening to the African Tour Tales podcast on the Edify Podcast Network. Today's tale is about the West African country of Cote d'Ivoire. Its capital city is home to the largest church building in the world, Basilica of Our Lady of Peace, Yamoussoukro. Ivory Coast was a French colony before declaring independence in 1960. It is also one of the few African countries whose economic growth was witnessed after driving out the Europeans and still welcoming new European settlers, well, under self-rule. Ivory Coast grew to be the third largest exporter of coffee in the world and had an African government that paid its farmers well for their farm output. Most Ivorians got French citizenship as a show of gratitude for helping in the war. Despite it being a secular state, officially, Christianity in Ivory Coast is the leading religion mainly divided between the Catholics and Evangelicals. The constitution of Ivory Coast allows for freedom of religion and most of their religious inclinations are influenced by politics and ethnic beliefs. Ivory Coast is also one of the few nations on earth who have had high religious tolerance as the two most dominant religions, Muslim and Christians, live peacefully with each other. Ivory Coast was made a protectorate of France around 1842 and years later, after their colonization, French missionaries began teaching Roman Catholicism to the Ivorians. The first mission of Ivory Coast was set up around 1895 and missionary work by the French missionaries continued well into the 1900s and long after they gained their independence. In the 80s, Catholicism made headway all over the country as the Catholic Church was operating seminaries and schools. Their missions were a huge success and led to the ordination of their first African bishop around the year 1934, as well as the construction of the world's largest church building in the world and the second largest cathedral in Ivory Coast under the successful presidency of their first president, Mr. Felix. He gave a directive to build the St. Paul's Cathedral, whose architecture is one to marvel at. It is located on a hill and gives a good view of the city of Abidjan. The church has a capacity of 5,000 and served as a refugee point for many Ivorians who fled from their homes during the political crisis of 2010 to 2011. The stone foundation was consecrated by John Pope II in 1980 during his first pastoral visit to Ivory Coast. The construction took five years and was dedicated by John Pope II during his second visit. It is also at this time that he laid the foundation for one of the largest churches in the world at the city of Yamoussoukro, the hometown of the then ruling president. This cathedral is a replica of the St. Peter's Cathedral in Rome. The funds used in putting up this work of art in Africa is not known and the president died without ever divulging this information. With the many controversies surrounding this project, President Felix claimed it was funded by God. He claimed it was a deal with God and also a gift to the Vatican. 
Many of his critics saw this as an unnecessary venture and only a selfish gift to self by Felix. The only time this church was filled to maximum or capacity was during his burial service. After the Civil War, the services held here have reduced, however, the church is maintained by the Vatican. Some of the Ivorians adopted patron saints during the missionaries' work and they honor them on both secular and Christian holidays. That is how Roman Catholicism spread in Ivory Coast. It wasn't hard as the country is largely secular, although traditionally they practiced animism and some still do across the country. Protestantism began in the 1900s when William Wade Harris, a Liberian preacher, started evangelizing on the coast of Ghana and Côte d'Ivoire. William was born to a heathen father and a Christian mother in a village where believers and non-believers lived in separate villages. At 12 years of age, he was serving at the Methodist Episcopal Mission and his village as a ward. He learned how to read and write and was also baptized and converted to Christianity. Around 1892, he ditched the Methodist Episcopal Mission and joined the American Episcopal Mission as a teacher and catechist. He married and was blessed with six children. Harris later took part in the insurrection of Liberia and was arrested. He claimed that it was during his time in prison that he got a vision of the angel Gabriel. Upon his release, he set out to spread the gospel along the West African coast. He considered himself the African Elijah and hence began his African mission of proselytizing. He adorned a turban and a long white robe, carried a cross made from bamboo, had a Bible and a guadrato at hand. He journeyed to Ghana and finally landed at the Ivory Coast and began his mission of converting Ivorians to Christianity. He started a religion that was dubbed Harism, and in 1914, the first Harist church was established. Harism coined from the preacher's name is a religion that believes in leading a simple, truthful life. Harris led his followers by example. He avoided amassing wealth and led a simple life, preached against use of amulets and any traditional practices, adultery, theft, and lying. His form of Christianity was fairly strict in how worship was observed and way of life. It was also open to both Catholics, Protestants, and any other person who wanted to join. And he never at any point preached defiance against the colonialist. Harism was also the largest Protestant religion of the 80s in Ivory Coast. Unfortunately, Harris was later expelled from the region by a colonial governor and, fortunately for his followers, it strengthened his mission and many small Harris churches sprang up while he was away. However, their way of worship and beliefs altered over time and mixing up of traditional beliefs and practices borrowed from other religions was brought in. After 10 years, the Methodist reached out to Harris so as to fund his mission and help him continue with his work. 
to which he agreed and succeeded in part till his demise in 1929. Harism was later recognized as a branch of Methodism. Thank you for listening to the African Tour Tales podcast. For more great podcasts that will build your faith and inspire you, head over to edify.up and search for the Edify app in the Apple and Google Play stores.